Did you know there was a free five-part podcast series all about classroom management? In this series, learn how I went from using traditional classroom management strategies without a lot of success to becoming a behavior detective. Discover how I help children with root cause of their behavior issues instead of just addressing the behavior itself. If you want to take a listen to this new series, just check the show notes. You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. You're listening to episode 63, Tips for Keeping Holiday Stress Down. And I must apologize again if I sound nasally or scratchy throat because I have gotten sick yet again this winter and I am really looking forward to spring and it's only December. In December, it can be rough. You know, granted a relief comes with winter or holiday break and that is so lovely, but boy, oh boy, December sure wipes me out. If it's not the germs, it's also just all the things, the shopping, the cooking, the lesson planning, the making parent gifts, the planning parties, the baking. I absolutely love it all. And I kind of loathe it all like at the same time, which is strange. But I will say over the years, you know, obviously I've become older, but I think also wiser because I've learned that I cannot and should not be doing it all. It makes my December stressful and it's supposed to be a joyful time. I used to find myself stuck and sometimes I still have to remind myself not to get in this place of I want everything to be perfect. I want, you know, this December season to be perfect for my own family so my kids have great memories and then same in my classroom to kind of really bring that same energy into the classroom as well. And so then it just becomes super overwhelming and I've set this bar for myself really high. And that's something that I recognize as well and that maybe you can relate to is many times the bar that I'm feeling stress over that is set so high was actually set by me. So that means I also have the power to change it. This year more than ever, I'm really stopping to look at what is really important here. What is the most important thing that we need to be doing? What other things can kind of go by the wayside? And for me, it's not going overboard. Now, granted, I'm going to admit, I still literally trucked in five boxes of December holiday themed things for my classroom. So, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt, maybe because I still am doing that. But I also don't feel this need to make my classroom look like this beautiful Pinterest picture, you know, that Buddy the Elf came in and decorated it one night because I don't decorate it. That's that's the truth. I change out centers. I do have a little Christmas tree in there mainly because I let students decorate it. And, you know, I've definitely taken back on the whole let's make a cutesy bulletin board. Let's make a cutesy, you know, thing on the door. Let's add a whole bunch of fun, you know, stuff on the walls for children to get in the holiday spirit. That has taken a back seat, and it did very long ago because it takes my time. And not only that, more importantly, it becomes kind of this space of more visual noise for my students. 
So that not going overboard has actually been so incredibly freeing of, look, I'm only going to put in the room what my students are using and what they can interact with. Everything else is not going to be there. Now, will it impress some of the adults or parents? No, it's not going to. But that's not why I do my job. So that's just kind of a, you know, changing how I think about it as far as what does my classroom have to look like in December. So that is one tip for you is really stop and think about why I'm doing this thing that I'm doing. Don't just decorate to decorate. Don't just make this cutesy thing because kids will see it once and go, oh, that's fun. Really make it child-centered. So you may love yourself a Christmas village or like this huge, beautifully decorated tree, but remember that they don't have a place in your classroom unless children can touch and explore them. If your Christmas village is plastic and they can do like a small world with it, amazingness, right? If your big, beautiful tree can also be undecorated or redecorated with their creativity or their own ornaments that they've created, then that's amazing. But what is the purpose of the things that you're putting in your classroom? And I'll bet you'll find that you don't need a lot of what you do. And letting go of it might feel sad for you, but it will also be freeing because you'll have a lot less on your plate to do for December. Another thing that you can do to save some of that holiday stress is make sure to start your parent gift early. Okay, seriously, this happens to me every year. I start my parent gifts, you know, the ones that students make for their parents. And I have one child that's absent the day we start working on them. Cool. No problem. I'll catch them up the next day. Nope. Out again. Well, the next day, a different student is is gone and that student returns. And so it's just this kind of mess of trying to figure out who's done what and what is finished. So if they have to dry the thing that they're making, then we also have to add in that time buffer. And then we also like to create our own wrapping paper. So then we're adding in that time as well. So getting in front of it really is a great thing to keep the stress down, like start early, earlier than you even think you need to. That way, you're like, okay, I have plenty of time if we've got some hiccups in the road or kids are gone or things happen. I definitely learned this the hard way. (laughs) So take it from me, that will keep your holiday stress down because you're not going to be running around with your head cut off trying to get all these things done and trying to set things in front of a blow dryer or a fan so that they will actually dry in time. Nope, you've got that buffer time already in your schedule. Another tip, and this kind of ties to the whole student gift thing, is, you know, a lot of times we get in these traditions during the holiday of we have always done this. And so us as teachers, we feel like we always have to do that. But the thing that I'm learning more and more each year is that we have new students and new families. They don't know what we've always done. So it doesn't really matter. The only person it really matters to is us. So my awesome co-teacher across the hall this year was like, I'm not giving out student gifts. And we didn't do anything for Halloween as well. And a part of me like inside at first was like, 
oh, wait, we have to, though. Like, we we have to. And then I took a step back and said, why? Why do we have to? We are aware that these children get lots of things during the holidays. We work in a place where children have what they need. So this might not, you know, apply to you if you work in a school where children are in need of a lot of things. But we kind of had to step back in our own situation and say, okay, these these children aren't wanting for a whole lot. And what we can give them when we have, you know, our own budgets isn't this grandiose thing. So why are we doing it, right? Why are we adding one more piece of something to sit in that child's home? So what we kind of decided on, because I, I honestly I was struggling with the whole idea of not giving them anything. And we had recently been talking about how easily we were forgetting who was like in which class in which year in the past, you know, it just gets all jumbled up of, oh, what year was that? So we came up with the idea of taking a class photo each year and making it into a quick little ornament that won't really, you know, cost us much at all because we're going to print it and we're going to laminate it and have that be their gift so that later they can use that gift. They're hanging it on the tree and they can see who is in their preschool class. Now, obviously, you'll have to check with media releases and things like that if you use this idea. But I like the compromise that it gave because she was right. We don't need to give another thing that's just going to sit in a room, right? We don't need to give another little tub of Play-Doh and a cookie cutter. We don't need to give another, you know, like goodie bag of little trinkets and toys. We need to give something meaningful if we're going to give it. And we felt like this was a great compromise for budget and for meaningfulness. So we moved away from that traditional we always give them something tangible. And granted, they're still getting something tangible, but it's not going to be maybe something that they like fully appreciate right now. Um, But later they will. And we know that because we are excited to make ourselves our own ornaments too, so that we can remember who was in our class, which years, because the mind goes fast. So all that to say, really look at what you feel like you have to do and what you've always done and and challenge it. Do we have to do that? Why are we doing that? Is it adding more stress to my plate that really in the long run isn't worth it? And I will tell you, student gifts was always something I struggled with. With prices being so much higher this year, it felt so far out of reach. Um, And we have 11 children this year. So that felt out of reach too, without just getting them a bucket of junk. And so this was a great eye-opening awareness of, yes, we can we can change, we can evolve, we don't have to do things the way that we've always done them. And now I think we have an amazing idea that is so much more meaningful than it would have been a bag of trinkets. Another way that you can definitely bring down your stress, and one that I'm not real great at, is asking for help and donations. I'm definitely a, I can do it all myself type of person, and I don't need your help. But as I reflect on that, it really just sounds like I'm a two-year-old. Sure, I can do it all by myself, but why add that stress? And, you know, our program, we have so many wonderful parents that are willing to help, so why not let them? I also have amazing colleagues that are willing to share supplies and activities and books. And, you know, I'm willing to share those as well. So don't be like me and try to just do it all. 
ask if you can use an activity another person is doing. You see something amazing, you're like, when your friends are kind of over that and you're ready to change it out to something else, can we try it in our classroom? And I bet you money, the answer is going to be yes, because teachers have a spirit of sharing because we know how hard the job is. Also, ask your parents for things that you might need. We do a holiday shop in our drama center where they just practice wrapping and taping and they absolutely adore it. It's a great way for them to problem solve and really um, use those fine motor muscles. So we go through a ton of wrapping paper and tape. So I asked parents for some items and boom, I had plenty of donations. They just don't know what we need. So if we stop and go, okay, instead of me thinking that I have to run to the store and grab more tape and spend my money, I could just say, you know what? Hey, does anybody have any extra tape at home they'd be willing to bring into the classroom? Our children are doing this and they're enjoying it and we needed more. And you will be so surprised at, you know, how willing many families are to give. And even if it isn't many families, even just one family donating something that our classroom needs helps so much. So another tip is just to really stop thinking that you have to do it all because you just don't. And my last tip for bringing down holiday stress is to enjoy the time with your littles. I'm one of those very like driven people to make sure I have the things done and make sure I have things the way that I want them to be. And sometimes with that, I forget to really enjoy the moment. So reminding myself that, hey, the reality is for me, because we started in August, September, the school year is halfway over. That's kind of sad. So I'm going to take some time to enjoy them and see the joy in their faces and suck up their happy little energy. Because when you push all the activities and the parties and festivities aside, it's really who you spent that time enjoying that matters the most. And the reason I do my job is because I enjoy young children. So taking a step back from the gotta do hubbub, all of that stuff, and really looking at the enjoying part because they are enjoyable. Well, friends, I encourage you to take it easy this holiday. Take this as your permission to do less. After all, less is more, right? (laughs) If you're enjoying the lovely Preschool Teachers podcast, I would love it if you would leave a review. Not only does this make my day, but it also helps the podcast be found by more teachers. There will be no new episode next week so that I can take some time to enjoy my family as well. I'm wishing you all the best this holiday season and I will see you come January. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely. Lovely.